Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Now let's go to the state capitol here at 708. Chap Peterson is a member of the Democrat caucus in the state senate. And, you know, we passed the midway point at the state capitol. Uh, and it's been, I don't know, well, you know what, to me as an outsider, it looks like it's been a contentious situation. But let's ask Senator Peterson how he feels about it. Good morning. I really do appreciate sincerely that you're willing to come on. How would you characterize this session, Chap? Well, John, first of all, good morning. Uh, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I I don't, this is my 22nd session, so yeah. I don't, uh, they, <laughs> I don't remember this one being more or less contentious than mm-hmm. the others. There's the usual flashpoints, but, you know, I, I think, um, gosh, I, I, I'm, and maybe talking to you will help me get through it. I, I don't think we've had any huge issues so far that would divide people other than the usual suspects. Um, you know, we're working with a, a pretty healthy surplus. So when you're dividing up additional money as opposed to making cuts because of, you know, a, a shortfall, then mm-hmm. that's usually a, a slightly more amicable conversation. A very good point. When the, when there's money still in the coffers, uh, yeah. there's a little less cutthroat. I have to be honest with you. One of the things that brought you back to my attention, and you have come on several times with us, and and uh-huh. I, I'm not kidding. I really do appreciate it because it seems like some members of your caucus have been told or have decided we're just not dealing with John Reed and WRVA anymore. So thank you for coming on. Yeah, but this, no, no worries, no worries. This uh, second look bill, right? I heard you're not a fan. Well, ahead. I don't Tell think I'm reason. a fan. My my instant okay. reaction is that I'm not a fan, but I always like to go back to the original source sure. and and say what's what what's your perspective on it? Tell me what you're thinking. Well, he, he, here's my perspective. Um, and you know, I've been an attorney for almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do a lot of criminal. I used to start off doing criminal defense, but I, I have gotten involved with doing pardon petitions and things for people that are serving long terms behind bars. And of course. Okay. As you know, we did a, we did away with parole about a quarter century ago. So there's no parole in Virginia. Right. And so what you have is you really just have a pardon system where if you know somebody who knows a politician, who knows the governor, then you've got a shot to do that. And that, that becomes a little bit of a free-for-all, and it's incredibly arbitrary. Uh, that's the pardon system. Mm-hmm. So the bill that I have called Second Look, and it's it's – it's a little bit more modest, I think, y'all, than y'all gave it credit for. Okay. It basically says if you're serving a long-term prison sentence, and the way it came out of the Senate is we shaved off uh, homicides, first-degree homicides, secondary multiple murder, all that stuff's out, like the sort of the worst of the worst. But if you're serving a long-term prison sentence and you have done 15 years, mm-hmm. then you are allowed to file a petition one time. You can file one petition to go back to the trial court and basically say, you know, I'm, I'm serving this sentence for 15, 20, 30 years. I've served 15 years so far, and I'd like you all to take a second look at my sentence. It's essentially a motion for reconsideration of the sentence. Mm-hmm. Now, the Commonwealth's attorney is notified, the victim is notified, and the, the trial judge, there's a hearing, and they have complete discretion 
to either say, you know what, I sentenced you to 30 years and that's what you're going to do, or to say, you know what, I sentenced you to 30 years, I see what you've done in the system. Um, you know, in looking back, I think I can let you out a couple years earlier, three or four years earlier. And to, to kind of put a face to this, I represent, not represent, I had a, I want to say friend, but really more of an acquaintance in high school that uh, got hooked on drugs and committed a pretty awful crime. Nobody got killed, but it was something stupid, and he was high on drugs. And he was sentenced to 26 years. This is in 2005. So he's done 17 and a half. And he's been in the system basically all his adult life. And uh, his old football coach, who was also my old football coach, we've tried to get him a pardon. You know, he's, he's on the straight and narrow now just so he can kind of get out and have a little bit less of his life. Um, and that was kind of one of the inspirations for getting involved in this issue, just so because I think if he was sentenced today, he would not have gotten 26 years. Mm-hmm. But to be to be honest, mm-hmm. um, I think society just is just a little bit different now. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the sum and substance of it. Um, governor's office is opposed, so it's, you know that will probably tell you what you need to know. Yeah. I did get some crossover votes in the Senate, um, so we'll say you know I take a shot at well, it. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, because I think we're probably at a place where we got to be harsher with people rather than cutting them deals. When I look at the numbers, especially in urban areas, I mean, just I was going down to give a speech in downtown Richmond near the Capitol with mm-hmm. Governor George Allen, who did away with parole, right? right? I, the he did. Of that. And, and then there right. was a drive-by shooting on Broad Street, and a whole bunch of people who were coming texted me and said, oh, my God, I'm not coming downtown. This is exactly why I hate Richmond. So I'm looking at that and thinking... I, I certainly understand the emotional connection and, and, and the sympathy that one has for another human being, especially if you think they have reformed. Right. Uh, but then I look at the, the stories about crime increasing in places like Richmond and Norfolk and um, you know, in certain places in Northern Virginia, and I think, why now? Why is this something that you would um, examine it? at this moment because i imagine that it's going to be for more than just the the person you know oh, yeah, yeah, who has gotten person. to be on I, the I, I think here. we've estimated that there's probably two thousand eligible inmates you, again you have to serve over 15 years yeah. you have to be in, and there's a structure in the prison system based on your sort of disciplinary record you have to be okay. at the top tier mm-hmm. um yeah i mean I, I i it's not really a timing thing other than we don't have parole you know, when the Democrats were in charge, there were folks that wanted to restore parole, and I was one of the people that opposed that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I took some hits from my own party on mm-hmm. that. Okay, well, that's I, interesting I believe perspective. In, yeah, and I, I believe in truth in sentencing. I, I, I think if 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 a judge or jury sentenced somebody, they ought to know that's the sentence he's going to do, or at least you know, eighty five percent of it, which is the current state law. Mm-hmm. And again, I I just feel like what's happened is because you have these people that are in long-term incarcerated, that the pardon system has become kind of this free-for-all where everybody's trying to get a pardon. Mm -hmm. And it used to be pardons were very rare and were only granted to people that were actually innocent. But now I'd estimate probably, you know, 98% of them are just feel this like, hey, you know, I'm in for 30, 40 years. I've done 20. I've done 25. I mean, what else else do you need me to do at this point? I found... I found Christ. I got my GED. I haven't done an infraction for 10 years. And, and it's, you know, at some point, like I said, I'm just looking at it from the human perspective. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, it's been it's at some point. You know, a lot of time has passed, and again, this isn't for everybody. And and a judge is under zero, com, you know, compulsion. And and you know, some judges probably, as a matter of course, will deny these petitions, but others may not. All right. Well, the fact that you're willing to talk about it, and, oh, and I yeah. think you have a very um, reasoned. Um, explanation for why you have pursued this would make me want to read more about it if if, if it were up to me yeah, to, and, to cast a vote. So. Well, like I said, I don't, you know, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Um, but uh, we'll see. Um, okay. You know, there's a lot going on with the assembly, and obviously uh, I have to get the governor to agree or it really doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, before we go, what's the story yeah. that I should have asked you about that everybody's missing down there at the Capitol? I asked... Uh, uh, Senator Obenchain that on Friday, and I think I caught him off guard because <laughs> you know okay. I, he's probably getting bombarded all over the place. But what do you? What would Here, you have preferred kind of that a, I ask you about? Here's a quiet story mm-hmm. that not a lot of people have caught on to, but Dominion Power, who formerly basically just ran the building, got whatever they wanted out of the General Assembly, they had put in a bill to basically extend their return on equity so they could continue earning, you know, 10, 11, 12%. And normally that's just rubber stamped by the assembly. This year, the house stripped out all the return on equity provisions, which means that the state corporation commission would decide it. And they did so with the concordance of the governor. So for the first time, really in my lifetime, you've got both a legislative body and the governor that are on the opposite sides of a dominion power regulation slash profit issue and while they were able to get it through the senate um you know i spoke against it i've been an opponent of these for years Mm -hmm. um it's interesting how the dynamic has shifted uh where dominion used to like i said they would call the shots in this building Mm -hmm. and uh, get the highest rates of return you know really in the united states and now interesting you know this governor and the house of delegates have kind of said no 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 I'm, that is so, very curious. Especially that's one to keep an eye on. Yeah, okay. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, you that. would think Republicans would be helping the big businesses, but it's just not not in this instance. That That is very All right, Well, thank you for flagging that. I'll try to do a little yeah. research. Chad Peterson, Senator Chad John, Peterson, I appreciate always it. Always great to talk to you. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.